Redeeming Speech. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Trevor Maine. Welcome, Pastor Trevor. Hello, everybody. Good to be together on this uh, Monday morning if you're tuning in as we release it. And if you're listening later in the week, glad to have you too. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We're in the midst of a special sermon series Mm -hmm. during the month of June, which we've called Wellness Month. Yes. And um, been looking at redeeming different good gifts that God has provided to us, which sometimes we overlook or we don't take full advantage of or Mm -hmm. we don't take care of, we neglect them. Yes. And I know we've done, look, we've had two already, right, Julie? Yeah, the, this is number three. Yeah, yeah. we've done um, Redeeming Creation with yep. Pastor Renee, and then we had our special guest, um, Linda Lambert. Last week, yeah. Last week, and Redeeming Relationships, which was a very, um, yeah. yeah, she had a great yep. take on it. Beautiful yeah. message. And I thought that's mm-hmm. so huge, the, rede- the Redeeming Creation. I mean, I've tried to yeah. be more particular, like recycling things, like little pieces of plastic. Sometimes I'll just throw in the garbage yeah. when I could collect them in a, bigger plastic container and recycle those um, dental picks and yeah. little things. So the last little while I've, I've tried to, I've changed a few things that I'm recycling to try just to do a little bit yeah. more. It might seem small, but if everybody does a small part. Yes, it adds up to many, just like dollar a day yeah. and a lot of those yeah. initiatives we do a little bit all together. Yeah, it just makes, makes, the, makes the world a better place. Mm-hmm. And then redeeming relationships like Linda was sharing last week, so critical to wellness because I thought people mm-hmm. could be well fed, you can be well rested. But if your relationships are broken, you're just not in a good spot. Yeah. And exactly. I thought it was so sweet after church last Sunday um, when uh, someone right after the service came up to me and said, you know, I've decided it's time to forgive my dad. Aww. So I thought coming leading up to Father's Day, I don't know how that old story unfolded, but uh, wouldn't that be sweet? That's beautiful. Uh, prior mm-hmm. to Father's Day for someone to call their dad and say, hey, yeah. I want to forgive you. Just have that kind of conversation. It's a healing yeah. conversation. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's wonderful. Yeah. And speaking of conversations. Speaking of that, yes. <laughs> you brought us a message on redeeming speech. I did. And so I had people open their mouths and say, stick out your tongues yeah. and say, oh, because they say, how well are we? Yes. And uh, just kind of teasing, saying, you know, if you went to the doctor and wondered how well you're doing and they yes. do a little general checkup, they might have people open their mouths and stick mm-hmm. out their tongues and, and take a look inside. And I think that exercise is appropriate because we were talking about redeeming speech. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Did you know, Trevor, that our tongue is the only muscle in our body that is not dependent on our skeleton? It's not related to our skeleton. Okay. It works independent from the skeletal system. I did not know that. And did exactly. you know, Julie, that the tongue is not a is not a muscle? Oh, it's eight muscles. Yes, it's a group I did of know muscles. That. You did yes. know that, and so that's why the tongue can clean both sides of your mouth up. Now it can. It's such a versatile instrument that God has it, given to us. It is. You do very unique. a lot of things with your tongue. Oh, and you just said the magic word. Did you know that yes. tongues are like fingerprints? And they have a unique pattern. So if you used your tongue print, if you made a tongue print on something, it would be unique from mine or anyone else's. I did not know that. There you go. I'm a wealth you, of knowledge. And did you know Julie? <laughs> <laughs> and just some people say the tongue is like the most powerful muscle you have in your yes. body, which isn't true because no. it's a group of muscles. And also strength-wise, it's not necessarily the strongest. But it is interesting that tongues don't get tired no like you got big muscles and going up and down the stairs well, my mm-hmm. leg muscles are big but if you go up and down the stairs enough you go oh, these they're mm-hmm. tired but there's people they can talk I mean I we, I could probably talk all day I don't know I've never done it but I think <laughs> I have. But we can talk a long time we yes. can talk fast but the tongues don't get tired no your cheeks you might can get a sore cheek yeah. muscles jaw. face mm-hmm. 
but the actual always say we never say oh my tongue is i've never said <laughs> i talk too much my tongue is tired it's a superpower <laughs> and i said that said to you, god yeah. has blessed us with a superpower mm-hmm. this capacity to speak and to communicate mm-hmm. it's something i think we're made in god's image yes and the ability to speak and see things happen it's not totally the same because god is so much greater than we are but i think yeah. in the beginning this is renee's message she took us through the creation story how many times did god say he spoke and then there was he said let there be light and then yes. there was light that the speech had a result yes and powerful things happened when god spoke mm-hmm. and in a similar fashion powerful things full things happen when we speak yes absolutely that, um, the tongue has power to do tremendous tremendous good mm-hmm. and the flip side it does it can do tremendous harm as well exactly mm-hmm. Yep. So I don't know those who were able to listen in on Sunday, how I hope it was, I hope the message wasn't too disturbing <laughs> because I decided to use a technique. I don't know if this is even a technique, but grossness as a yes. motivator. Because mm-hmm. I Absolutely. think, I think it, it can work and I pray that it worked, that you weren't just grossed out, but grossed out with the purpose to say I'm motivated and uh, it's one of the ways I thought, like sometimes people get something on them where they see something and it's gross and they just want yes. to get away from it. A spider or just like when you anything. walk through cobwebs, it's that feeling of ew, ew, ew. Get it off of me, yeah. get it off of me, yeah. get away from me. And uh, and so I chose an illustration. This is relating, well, I don't know where to jump in on this. The yeah. illustration, got to throw in a gross illustration was the guinea worm. Yes. And we'll tie it all together before you leave this morning. But the guinea worms are like a parasite. Yes. And it's ingested as a larva. And <clears throat> undetectable um, as you're in de- ingesting it, right? right? It's, um, it resides inside water fleas. The mm-hmm. water fleas eat the larva. We drink the water that, well, we don't, but we don't want to. If we no. did, we drink the water that has these little water fleas in it. And then the larva multiplies inside of us. There's a breeding happens inside. Mm-hmm. The male guinea worms die and the females live and grow inside of a human host and um, for 10 to 14 months. And oh. as it gets close to the end of those 14 months. Now, are they undetectable before that? I, I don't know. Okay. Like, they, they, don't, they don't have bones. Like an x-ray, I don't think they'd show up on an x-ray. No, they'd be But whether a person might yeah. feel... Because Something. they go into your the body cavity. Ooh. There, they go. You're through giving your, me the shivers, through, Trevor. <laughs> through your stomach into your inside body cavity. Yes. And grow there, and then eventually these female guinea worms, they're very pregnant, mm-hmm. and it's time to give birth, but they need to give birth in water, and so they migrate through your body down toward your lower extremities, your feet, ankles, and they create a blister under the skin, mm-hmm. and then they wait for the host to get into the water somewhere when there's water then they break out of the skin or the skin is open and when they're in the water then they lay their larva and the whole process repeats itself oh man but here's the gross thing when the the guinea worm starts to come out like say the blister's there and it opens and you see this little piece of yarn which is a little worm coming out um you say okay what do you say yuck i want to get rid of this i mean you've already probably become uncomfortable before this but you just want to get rid of it yeah grab it and pull it right out but you can't oh and uh, the technique for getting rid of these things is taking a pencil or a piece of gauze and starting to wrap the worm around it and just kind of massaging it out and you can maybe roll that up about a couple centimeters a day and it can take a couple weeks to get the whole worm out because the worm can be a meter long and in the meantime, never put that infected area in water. Like, don't get it in any drinking water anywhere because then it just continues to infect people. Oh. And so you'd say, gross. That is yes. gross. 
very on gross purpose, to get it out get it out <laughs> i got grossed out i think i told you just before we started this it on sunday too um that um i grossed myself out a couple weeks ago when mm-hmm. i was in a conversation and i used the word stupid and afterwards i was feeling a little bad for having chosen that word in the conversation and as i was reflecting i thought well where did that come from yeah and i was preparing for this message on on redeeming mm-hmm. speech and the bible's clear jesus is clear that our mouths speak based on what's in our hearts Ooh. and so in matthew chapter 12 verse 34 it says for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of mm-hmm. and then in matthew 15 18 it says for what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart and so it grossed me out thinking, well, yeah. where did this come from? What's something out? Of, it's not just something that rolled off the tip of my tongue, which you could say, well, it's oh, just, just a thought, just rolled off your tongue. But there's something deeper, sort of an infection down in the heart. Yeah. Some things that aren't pleasant, that aren't good. And I say, I still need God to make changes to my heart. Yes. To get rid of this grossness that's not yeah. helpful. Well, you've heard the illustration probably before where um, if you're holding a cup of tea and someone bumps you, what spills out of the cup is tea. So the question isn't to get people around you to stop bumping into you because that's going to happen through life. The question is what's in your cup? What's going to spill out when you get bumped? And that's, you know, along the same line as what you're saying, right? Yep. And that's where we have this, this, I'd say, supernatural power. It's a gift mm-hmm. from God to be able to communicate. And we can do it in a zillion, well, that's exaggerated, in so <laughs> many ways. In yes. our verbal communications, our written communications, mm-hmm. our texting, speaking over the telephone, putting messages out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, social media platforms. We, mm-hmm. we have a power that when we use our words. And so redeeming that power so that it's used for God and used for good is a process um, that we need God's help Mm -hmm. to change what's going on in our heart. And that's where we landed back in Ephesians a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, we did um, a sermon series on Ephesians, Energized. Mm -hmm. Chapter four was Energized to Live. And I wanted to go back into that chapter because it gives detail related to what comes out of our mouths from Ephesians chapter Mm -hmm. four, verses 31 and 32. And maybe I could read the whole thing because it shows such a great contrast between what could be a good and godly use of our voices, of our tongues in the way we talk and what could be in a negative damaging Mm -hmm. way and so ephesians 4 verses 31 and 32 says do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the holy spirit of god with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption get rid of all bitterness rage and anger brawling and slander along with every form of malice but be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, you see there's a contrast there between the, the unwholesome things yes. and then the edifying things, mm-hmm. things that, that build other people up. Yeah. And the Bible gives us that instruction then to cultivate those good things, kind of filter what we say, mm-hmm. remembering Jesus' teaching that we need to work in our hearts so that... Yes the the source allow, allow god to purify the source of where these things come from yeah so that what eventually gets put out of our mouths through our speech or through our writing or texting all of our communications are things that are for the good of others mm-hmm. uh, taking into account what their needs are to yeah. build build them up so this is a it's funny that you that this message has come along after last week's about mm. relationships because 
this this feels like more of a challenge in light of redeeming relationships because yeah. how do you say something difficult yeah. um you know or if you're involved in a conflict that's a difficult i i think anyway yeah. if there's a conflict it's more difficult to um choose carefully the words right. so that they're not you know bitter and full of rage and anger or with the intent to brawl or slander but to <laughs> build someone up that you're having yeah. a conflict with that's challenging yeah does it warrant the time for us actually to think <laughs> i want to use my voice for good and what mm -hmm. are some of the good things that i can say in all of my relationships and kind of getting a repertoire of healthy, helpful things to say. And then when the pressure's on or a conflict erupts, hopefully that training with God's help would allow us to be slow to speak, mm -hmm. um, quick to listen, and that we would say things that ultimately are for the good of the other person, not just to defend ourselves, not just to try to, if someone says something mean to us, but we can one-up them and we can say something yeah. equally mean or meaner back. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's a challenge, but the relationships, yeah. Redeeming relationships and redeeming speech kind of go hand in hand. They do yeah. go hand in hand. Definitely. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some people might feel discouraged thinking, well, I just can't control my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> we talk about doctors yeah. using tongue depressors, little popsicle sticks to yes. uh, hold the tongue down when they're looking in. And they do that because sometimes they could say, stick out your tongue and hold it still. But it's hard to control the tongue. Some people maybe can do that better than others. Yeah. But the doctor said, I'm just going to depress it. I'm just going to put some pressure on your tongue so I can look into your mouth and not get the tongue in the way. Yeah. And uh, some people say, it's just so hard. You know, I've tried to not speak angry words or to put downs or to be mm -hmm. sarcastic. Um, but it's, it's hard. And some people say, you yeah. know, it's impossible to tame the tongue. But I believe there is, um, just taming the tongue in and of itself would be impossible. But if God is changing our hearts... Yes. I think the taming of the tongue will follow. Mm -hmm. And uh, talking about grossness and going back to the mm -hmm. guinea worm illustration, yes. can we, can I go yes, back to that? Yes, please do. Because that's, I hopefully, it's grossed people out, but I, I, there's a good ending to the story. It's a beautiful ending to the story. Because back in 1986, <clears throat> when uh some people were giving special attention to looking at this problem with the mm -hmm. guinea worm because people were getting infected, whole villages. It would tend to like go through a whole oh. community all around the same time of the year because they get infected around the same time. And then 10 to 14 months later, um, they would, a lot of people would be suffering from the guinea worm. They couldn't go out in the fields and work because they're lame, they're mm. sore, they have fevers, they're feeling sick. Yeah. And they have these abscesses in their legs where the worms are starting to make their way out. And so it was a big problem economically in families and communities. And so efforts were made to eradicate the guinea worm. Mm -hmm. And there's no medicine that cures the guinea worm. You can't take a pill and get rid of it if it's in your system. And there's no immunity to it once you've had it once, and right? There's no immunity to it. You can be infected every year. Some people were getting infected every year, the oh. same person. Um, because they lived in a community where yeah. it was in the water. They were drinking the water. They were getting it year after year. Mm -hmm. And um, and then there's no vaccine for it. No. So it's not like you can give a vaccine. Okay, that took care of that. Yeah. And so to make changes it required education that people had to learn to filter their water if they're mm -hmm. infected don't go bathe in sources of water where people get their drinking water there's an education about the life cycle of the guinea worm mm -hmm. and so there was a big push made for that in 1986 and in 1986 there were 3.5 million cases 
in at least 21 countries of the world. Wow. So 3.5 million, 1986. You say, how in the world do we talk? To, is that even tackleable? It's yeah. so gross. But uh, with education in 2022, and I already told you the answer to this, yes, but I wonder did. if our <laughs> listeners, if I can say to our <laughs> listeners, but not to Julie, how many cases do you think um, were detected in 2022, just last year? So the answer is amazing. Yeah. It's just 13 cases worldwide. So it's wow. almost been eradicated. And so there's just um, six cases in Chad, five in South Sudan, one in Ethiopia, and one in Central Africa. And that was in 2022. Wow. And the hope is that each year that would decrease. Yes. And then there's also some issues with the guinea worm and animals, and that's a little harder mm. to decrease. But <clears throat> the efforts are being made to eradicate it. And what success? From 13 and a half million cases in 80, 1986 down to 13. Wow. And so I can't help but think, just that gross story with a good ending, is say, you know, the grossness that sometimes comes out of our mouths, it doesn't help anybody, it hurts, makes the world a worse place. Say, you know, if with God's help, with a bit of this education from Scripture, what would happen? Like this verse says in Ephesians 4, it says, get rid of all, mm -hmm. like erad eradicate okay. this unwholesome talk. Yeah. With God, how, how would it be, how amazing would it be with God's help to see in our church, in our families, in our communities, the eradication of unwholesome talk and having it be replaced by only what is helpful for building others up mm. according to their needs. Just thinking what a beautiful change that that would be. Yeah. And so when I'm grossed out by some of the things that I hear come out of my mouth, knowing that there's something in my heart, amiss saying, God, please change my heart. Yeah. Um, so that what overflows from my heart will actually help people mm. and yeah. bless people. And the goal being wholeness, uh, wellness. Yeah. And if we're talking to one another in ways that build each other up, how much better can it get? I mean, that's just so good yeah. to have that happen. So, Yeah, awesome. Thank you very much, Pastor Trevor. Do you have any closing thoughts? Or would you like to share uh, the prayer that you yeah. shared on Sunday? Closing it was really thought. a good, good verse to memorize. Just a good <laughs> verse to memorize and to use it as a prayer regularly. Mm -hmm. It comes from Psalm 19, verse 4. You can pray this even as I'm saying it and you're hearing these words wherever you're listening. But praying, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Mm, amen. That's amen. beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Trevor. If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Trevor, if you have any um, questions or gross stories to share <laughs> back with him, you can reach him at trevor at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to connecting with you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Yep. Bye, everybody.